1: Thanks for hanging out. Happy Halloween. Welcome to Hale Varsity Radio. We're powered by Cornhead Logger, Chris Schmidt, and Elijah Herbal. Numbers to get in today 489 1240. You can also dial us up across the state wherever you hear us on the Hale Varsity Radio Network, 1-800-825-5865. Email, if that works better for you, Chris, at Hailvarsity.com, and can always comment in the stream. You're welcome to watch the show If that works better for you, the Hale Varsity YouTube channel. Subscribe to that. Hale Varsity Radio Twitter feed. Also, give the show Twitter handle a follow. can follow Elijah. Do so at Herbal Essence for Elijah Herbal at Schmidt underscore radio for me. Again, Cornhead Lager, the perfect beer to enjoy while watching your favorite game. Purchases help support NIL through the 8 90 initiative. Mitch Sherman going to be with us in about 15 minutes. Get Mitch's take on Nebraska Michigan State. The big red in that three game winning streak. How do they push it to four? Some of the pitfalls with Michigan State ahead in our two Jeremiah Searles. We'll get Searles temperature on Nebraska. What's he think of East Lansing Nebraska Michigan State the series but also you know where can Nebraska maybe make some hay on Saturday, and then longtime insider with Michigan State and the Big Ten, dear friend Jack Ebling of The Drive and the Spotlight Radio Network. Jack has covered Michigan State for a number of years, put out a ton of books. He is uh, reigning Sportscaster of the Year, Sports Writer of the Year. He's kind of the, the Bo Jackson of uh, of sports talk and sports writing uh, for the friends in Michigan and at Michigan State. 489-1240. I am apparently Beanie Schmidt. Thank you, Brennan. It is cold, man. Uh, I got a I got to toughen up. I got to uh, grin and bear it. I got to man up, whatever you want to say. But the, the old 35 degrees and chill in the air, I am not ready for. And uh, yeah, I, I need to. Uh, the hair's not done today. So we're wearing the stocking hat 489 1240. But Elijah, are you uh, are, are you going to hand out candy tonight? Are you going to just sick the dog on him? How are you going to go? I'm going to leave the light off. I'm going to put a bowl of candy out. My wife hates people. I'm just going to be quite flat out honest with you. Uh, That includes me. So she'll put a bowl of probably black licorice or candy corn out. There'll be uh, copious amounts of eggs on our garage door, maybe window, but she may just leave that front door open and uh, let the German Shepherd scare the kids. We are surrounded by Uh, three to to seven-year-olds in the neighborhood all three blocks Uh, the police may be coming to our home just because our dogs sound way worse than they are we're that neighbor forgive me so um, we'll dive into all things nebraska michigan state dabo sweeney got lit up by tyler from spartanburg maybe you saw it maybe you heard it but when You've seen that late-night video when animals attack. Well, when, uh, when, when coaches' shows go wrong, uh, what happened last night, it was uh, pretty nuts. So Nebraska enters in, four-way tie for the West, and this is a, a fair question. Right now, if you're ranking the, the West teams, you have a four-way tie. Wonderful. But where do you place Nebraska at? In this West race, you tell me, hey, Nebraska's the top dog. Totally. I can hear that. I can listen to it. But why do you think Nebraska's the best in the West? Do you think Nebraska's the best in the West? If I've got to rank them, I'm going to probably go Wisconsin. As bad as Iowa's offense is, Iowa's still second. Then I go Minnesota. You can kind of interchange Iowa and Minnesota. Uh, Iowa- uh, has lost to Minnesota. Minnesota has beaten Nebraska. Nebraska and Iowa don't get to rock and roll till Black Friday and I don't see uh Wisconsin uh you know they they got beat by Iowa. So I mean it's 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 a, it's a round robin here. Where are you at with that? I think the, what 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 frightens me is uh, against a Wisconsin and you saw it happen against Minnesota where uh I don't know that Nebraska survives this weekend next weekend or even mad town if they have anything close to resembling the performance on offense turnover wise they, they won't they won't they will they may win one out of the next three if they don't clean up their turnovers uh can they can they limit them right and can they limit them and can the defense keep out and do the same thing where it's minimized damage where it's three points, it might be seven. Could have been twenty-one nothing, Northwestern. It wasn't. It was three. It it could have been uh, twenty-one, twenty, twenty-four to to twenty-one. Purdue's got a chance again to to go put a drive together to end the game. Instead, Nebraska slams the door. Emmett Johnson does his work, but. Nebraska played again with some fire, not to keep harping on it, but that's really critical for me. If Nebraska's Nebraska's got defense to win the West. Absolutely agree with that. I think Nebraska's got a run game to win the West. I I, I agree with that. Does Nebraska have the quarterback? Uh, don't know. I think the quarterback's better than what Iowa's got. I don't know that their quarterback's better than what Wisconsin's got, even though he's a backup uh, and then what? What Minnesota has? Minnesota is going to probably end up at, at seven and five. Uh, they still have to go to Ohio State. They still have to play Wisconsin. So it's going to be a fascinating round robin. Can Nebraska's offense round into form, where they're not as big a liability right now? And the answer could be yes. The answer could be no, or maybe. Right? You could get the dreaded maybe and not get an answer where it's week to week. But Saturday is going to go a long ways, not only to, to Nebraska's uh, bold chances, but it's also going to go a long ways as to uh, if they're a contender or pretender in this West. By default, because the West is so cannibalistic, yeah, they're in it right now. They've only... Had a tough one uh, uh, against Minnesota in division. Nebraska can go toe-to-toe with everyone else in the division. They have, and they've won. They've, they've won three in a row. But some tests still loom and a, a real wild card. But we don't know if Michigan State's dangerous or if they're just done. We, we don't know what Sparty is on Saturday. Well, as we talked about a couple weeks ago, are they that, that- – animal
0: that's been backed into a corner is going and is going to fight like their life depends on it, or are they an animal that already feels like it's been defeated after losing six straight? That's a question I guess we'll find out on Saturday. But uh, another thing we need to find out, not only this Saturday, but as throughout the rest of the season, is, is something we've talked about pretty much for years now, Schmidty. Nebraska has had enough talent to win. Mm. Have they had enough talent to win the Big Ten West? No, not every single year, but they have had teams that were talented enough to go win the Big Ten West that didn't. Teams that were talented enough to win a hell of a lot more games than they did, but they end up going three and nine or four and eight or whatever the record is. Five and are. seven.
1: You've had eight win teams win three or four or five ball games. And what we were waiting for was,
0: was something we said a lot, is, is this team needs to learn how to win. Mm-hmm. Scott Frost even said it himself. We said it on this show. People called in and said it. Nebraska needs to learn how to win. That starts with beating the teams that you are supposed to beat. And for the most part, this year. Nebraska has done that. When you look at Northern Illinois, Louisiana Tech, Illinois, Northwestern, Purdue. Five games that Nebraska should win. And really look at Saturday with Michigan State. It's another game Nebraska should win. New not favored. a favored. And it's not just Vegas, it's it's how each season has gone for each team. It's a game Nebraska should win. If Nebraska can keep on their winning ways against Michigan State. I think they have proven, at least this year, that they can beat the teams they're supposed to beat. And what awaits you? Three games that are either toss ups or games that you aren't supposed to win. When you look at Maryland, Wisconsin, and Iowa. And that's the next step in learning how to win. Can you, you take those more difficult teams? Not, not the games that you're expected to win, that you have a talent advantage in, games that, you know what? Uh, the, the talent is pretty even. Or, you know what, we have them on one side of the ball, but they have us on the other side of the ball, and it's going to be a toss-up type game for that reason. Can Nebraska take that next step and begin winning those games? That's that's really the next step to me, assuming Nebraska can go and take care of business against Michigan State. It's a big, big assumption. It's tough to go on the road, despite what's going to, down with Michigan State this season. Tough to go win on the road. Tough to go win whenever you're losing eight of your offensive starters from the beginning of the year. It's going to be tough for Nebraska. Don't get me wrong, but Nebraska is at a point, We've kind of seen it in the, uh, the the rewind series Nebraska puts up. They're getting more confident. They're feeling like they're going to win the games that they should win from pregame to halftime to postgame, what have you. They're starting to get that self-belief. Can that self-belief extend to a point where you can start winning the games that you need to go win if you want to go win a Big Ten West? Because beating... Illinois, Northwestern, and Purdue, yeah, you got to do it to go take down the West, but those aren't the games that test you in terms of are you going to go win the West. Those are the the last two games of the season, really, with Wisconsin and Iowa. I think you can throw Maryland in there, too. Can Nebraska take that next step in learning how to win and, and start
1: beating those teams in games where it really matters? That's where it starts, doesn't it, to get your peer programs? And the way Nebraska's played football the last few years, that is a peer program. Now, I know Purdue won the West last year. I know Illinois was the best team that didn't finish November the right way last year. And and Northwestern, before things blew up on them, they had been to two out of the last four Big Ten championship games. So, Northwestern was a team that gave you you fits. No no, no pun intended there. That went wrong. (laughs) I'm sorry. That just came out. But Nebraska has been... That all-off-the-bus team, man. And they just never put it together on the field. Nebraska's better, but still not clean. And that's that's my concern moving forward. When it comes to the West race, that's my concern for Saturday and East Lansing. Because Michigan State's talented enough, despite being 0-5 in the Big Ten. They had Rutgers. They had Iowa. All right? They've had their moments. They've got a dual-threat quarterback, Levitt, that might be a pain in the neck this Saturday. And again, they could absolutely check out. when They could be a past version of Nebraska where there's some talent, there's some dudes, but when something goes wrong, they say, screw it, I'm out. And Nebraska can't keep them around, keep them engaged, keep hope and belief alive with Michigan State. Uh, by gift wrapping great field position because of turnovers or not doing their job I think the defense will keep doing their job I like what I saw in the offensive line where they're going to be confident to do their job I like what I saw from Emmett Johnson and I saw some good out of Harburg similar to Illinois where he made some plays in the passing game he's just got to uh, not get his bell rung. And I think they'll work with him this week on figuring out what the, the, the safe play is when he's running the the football in that option game. But you talked about the learning how to win aspect. They've had a taste of it. You've had guys like Reimer and Ty Robinson and Newsom and Gifford guys that have been a part of this program, polar bear for a long time, to- long time. And then they've never won more than five games. Mm. And they have a chance to continue this win streak. And Rule came in and did this. This is how we're going to practice. This is why we're going to practice this way. And oh yeah, you were afraid of your own shadow against Michigan. We're going to practice Sunday night. So this team's learned how to practice. It's got them ready. It's got them ready for Saturdays. From a tackling standpoint, from a physicality standpoint. But above all, he's tried to do everything in his power. Mentally, to get these guys ready for those gut check pucker factor moments and you've seen it and, and they've they responded yeah. defense defense has responded, the offense at times has responded uh, with with winning with a winning play, with winning football
0: I mean, and there's your difference there's been a moment in every single game where Nebraska could have puckered up and probably would have puckered up in years past, and they didn 't for at least dating back to the Michigan game mm-hmm. with northwestern or sorry illinois it 's the ninety or the drive down to the one yard line where your defense makes a stand. What does your offense do? They go drive down. They put three points on the board. You could have puckered. You could have been down 7 nothing. You could have gotten a shot yourself in the foot on that next drive. You have the ball in the shadow of your own goal he line, responded. which is ultimate danger time. You respond. You make a win and play. I mean, you look at this Purdue game this past weekend. It's the scoop and score on fourth and one where, yeah, you probably should have punted. Now Purdue's right back in this football game. What does your offense do? It responds. A 15-play drive to go back down and get that touchdown right back mm-hmm. and take, was it six minutes off the clock? It was close to nine. Wow. Like, that's the type of moment I'm talking about. This Husker team has not puckered, and that's been a part of this team's process of learning how to win is, in in years past, they would have tightened up. Mistakes would have happened on the field. Somebody would have tried to do too much and made a big mistake, and guess what? It's a tie football game, and and now everyone in... Husker Nation is pouring themselves a glass of whiskey. That hasn't happened over the past You're
1: pouring whiskey because it's a win now.
0: And Yeah, you're pouring whiskey because it's a win. And there's going to be a moment, I can almost guarantee it, based on the way this team plays, there's going to be a moment in this game against Sparty on Saturday where everyone kind of holds their collective breath and goes, okay, can they do it again? Can they, can they battle whenever adversity strikes? No. I'd venture to say yes. They've proven it over three games. Michigan State's another game where you should be able to do that. Does the, the tune change whenever it becomes Wisconsin and Iowa and you realize, hey, we're two wins away from a Big Ten championship game? Does that change? I guess we're going to find out. But everything I've seen about this team shows they have that mental resiliency. They, they
1: do. And and teams right now, two teams in the East that are awful when it comes to adversity, Michigan State, they, they've had moments that, that have caused them to crumble this year when they've been in it or leading. And then Maryland. Yep. Maryland has gone to hell in a handbasket when things go sideways. All the talent in the world, but you punch them in the face, they eventually go into their shell. Ha! So... Pun intended? Pun intended again. That's Fitz in that Shell, if you're counting and taking drinks at home. We'll talk to Mitch Sherbin coming up. And, uh, yeah, Dabo loses it on a Clemson fan. Jack Ebling, Jeremiah Searles, next hour with Hale Varsity.